Hey there, gorgeous, and welcome to the Females on Fire podcast, where we talk all things marketing, business, and personal development. I'm your host, Haley Luckadoo, the marketing coach, motivational speaker, and Dr. Pepper lover with a mission to connect you with the most incredible women I can find and the tools you need to chase those crazy, audacious dreams of yours. So welcome to the club, Firestarter. Now let's turn that spark of an idea into a wildfire of success. Welcome back, Firestarters, for another Fire Fridays. I just want to say, if you are new around here, welcome. Uh, I'm so excited to have you. But if you've been around for a minute, you know that uh, the past couple of weeks, the podcast has not been the most consistent, um, which is very unusual for me. I'm used to really like being really good about that. Um, but it is for exciting reasons. I promise everything is okay. Thank you for bearing with me. Um, but as we start to kind of close out the year, um, I've really just kind of been in one of those seasons where I'm having to put my head down and do the dang work. Right. Um, so a lot of you maybe know if you've been around for a minute that I am writing a book, which is very exciting. And the past couple of weeks, I have had to really put everything into just working on my book proposal, getting that into potential agents and taking care of my clients because, you know, they, they come first, they're paying me to do, to do a job. So I have to do it, um, and do it well. So between those couple of things, I have not been as consistent as I would like with the podcast or social media, or even just like, you know, connecting with people and, and I hate the term networking, but networking, um, collaborating, all of those things. So I'm just giving myself a lot of grace around that. And I really believe you should too, whatever that thing is that you just haven't crossed off your list or haven't gotten to, or have been a little slack on lately. Today is a new day. Tomorrow is a new day. You've, you've got this. Don't, uh, don't beat yourself up, up over it. I know I am very much the person who is type a perfectionist, constantly wanting to do everything right and get everything done. And this has been a funny season of just allowing myself to do what needs to be done and accept that that's the best that I can do. So all that to say, if you're still here, <laughs> thank you. Uh, I appreciate you bearing with me. I do promise you that that season is, is over now, you know, thank heavens. So as we start to close out this year and go into the new year, we are going to get back to very consistent episodes. We have so many great guest episodes coming up for you. So many good fire Fridays, uh, and lots of special things coming too. We're about to announce the next dates for the females on fire summit. So look forward to that. Stay tuned for more information on that. But I was thinking about what I wanted to do this fire Fridays episode about, and I thought, you know, I really want to talk about those couple of things that a lot of people forget to do around the holidays, around the end of the year. Um, a lot of the time December hits and 
we are so slammed with just trying to finalize some of those holiday offers or get those last minute sales and, you know, buy Christmas presents or, you know, however you celebrate the holidays um, and, and just do all the holiday things, right? Um, and it ends up just being a very busy season. And before we know it, we're halfway through December. We're realizing that the new year is upon us and we're trying to close out business for this year and start goal planning for next year, right? And it's just a lot to do in a very short amount of time. And there are some things that I think just get overlooked or they get talked about, but they don't necessarily get done well. And so those are the things that I kind of wanted to touch on today. And I'll keep this sort of short and sweet and you can just take it and run with it however you need to. So I have five things in no particular order, but I kind of like the order that they fell into. Um, and so these are the, the, the five things that I believe you should do to start closing out this year. So these are five things that you shouldn't wait until January the 1st um, or that first or second week of January to do. These are things that you really should be doing in December, right? And I'm not telling you to sit down on your holiday and make all of these happen, but these are just five things that I think should be kind of rolling around in your head, right? Like things that you should be sort of moving up on your priority list. So the first thing is to follow up with any outstanding leads, contracts, even connections that you have um, that you've been meaning to follow up on. So if you've got contracts floating around that aren't signed yet, you know, let's get those taken care of. Let's let's reach out. Let's do some follow-ups. Let's see what the hesitation is, if there is any, um, and, and get some answers on those, some, some final closure and clarity. If you've got outstanding leads, let's do one more follow-up with them before the new year. Uh, even if it's just to say, hey, just wanted to follow up, see if you had any final questions before I head out for the holidays, you know, otherwise we'll chat in the new year, but get yourself some kind of closure or at least, you know, the ability to press the pause button instead of going through your holidays, feeling like, oh, you know, I, I wonder if they're actually going to book. I wonder if they're still interested. You know, I wonder if they're going to buy, get some answers on that. So follow up with all of these people. And I included connections because I think if you've been meaning to book a zoom call with somebody just to get to know them or, you know, go grab coffee with someone. Um, this is a good time. The new year gets very busy for a lot of people. Um, and I know this season is busy too, but a lot of people are feeling like they're trying to close out the year. So if you can kind of slide in there and, and get to know people and talk with them and, you know, go for a coffee, do a zoom meeting, whatever it is that you're doing, before the new year, and then kind of circle back around in January and say, Hey, it was so nice meeting you or chatting with you or getting to know you. That's a really good thing. So I think including those is important for any of those people that, you know, you've been kind of putting off connecting with, or you, you guys have talked about booking a zoom call, but you just haven't done it yet or something like that. Um, and this also includes clearing out your inbox. So I know that sounds like a perfect world, right? Um, 
if you're sitting with like a thousand emails in your inbox, then maybe clearing it out isn't the right term per se, but just getting it in a place where you don't have a massive amount of unread emails. The ones that are high priority have been responded to and you're feeling like it's presentable, right? Like it's, it's acceptable for you, whatever that looks like. Um, so that's number one is just kind of following up on all of these things, clearing things out so that you've got that room in your head to just enjoy the holidays and go into the new year feeling like you've got a lot of clarity around these things. Number two, do your goal planning and your vision mapping for next year. And I know this one seems like, of course, everybody's doing that. That's not really like a long lost forgotten thing. And you're right about that. But I know a lot of people who wait until January 1st or January the 3rd, or, you know, just that first week of January to actually do their goal setting. And here's why I kind of think that's a mistake because, well, two parts that I think that's a mistake. The first being that's valuable time, you know, like that's already, if you're spending a week uh, in January doing the actual goal planning and mapping out your vision for the year and maybe revenue planning, doing all those things. And then the next week you're like, oh, I got my goals. I'm reflecting on that. Where do I want to start? Then by the time you actually start, you're already halfway through January. And if you are trying to book clients, hit a certain revenue goal, make a certain amount of connections, uh, get yourself booked for anything, anything at all, any kind of goal, then two weeks is a lot of time, right? Two weeks is, uh, you know, a, a big chance to make some progress. And so wasting those two weeks on doing the goal setting that you probably should have gotten done in December, it's not really the best option for you. And the second part of this, the second kind of reason that I think is a mistake is let's face it, January 1st, what do we know everybody is talking about? All the podcast episodes, all the social media content, all the new blog posts, YouTube videos, all of it is about one thing, goal setting, right? Goal setting, creating vision boards, you know, how to, you know, set new year's resolutions and follow through on them. That's what all of January's content is about for everybody. And not that that's a bad thing, but I have noticed even for myself in past years and for a lot of people that I know, and a lot of my own clients that sometimes we kind of know what our goals are in December, but we don't really sit down and map that out. And then January rolls around and we start consuming a lot of other people's content about goal setting, about planning, about, you know, vision boards and vision mapping and new year's resolutions and all these things. And we start to get an idea of what our goals are supposed to look like. And I, I use air quotes when I say the word supposed to look like, um, and we start to change our goals and we're basically mapping out our own goals based on what the industry is telling us they should be or what our mentors or the gurus are telling us that they should be. And not that you shouldn't listen to those people, but only you can decide what your goals are, your personal goals, your business goals, where you want the year to go. So 
a lot of that influence is not exactly the most healthy thing when we're trying to think of what we really want to accomplish. And it's really easy to get kind of caught up in the peer pressure of what our goals should look like based on what everybody else is saying. So I would encourage you get that done in December so that you go into January already with a really clear idea of what you want to attain and what you want to go for and what you, what goals you want to reach without that added noise of what everybody else is doing. Plus giving you that very clear plan to start executing right off the bat, right in that first week of January or the second, if you take the first week off for like vacation, that's great. Um, but just giving you the opportunity to really hit the ground running in the new year. Number three, this is one I really think a lot of people miss out on. Um, and so I think it's really important and that's to show some extra love to clients or any important connections that you have had this year. So a lot of people do this where they'll send like a Christmas gift or just like some little kind of, you know, thank you for working with me card or something like that to their clients. Um, and that's great. That's a perfect start. That's exactly what I'm saying, but not a lot of people are really taking the time to reach back out to customers, clients, and even the like networking connections or collaborators that they've worked with throughout the year to just say, you know, Hey, thanks for working with me this year. Just wanted you to know, I'm thinking about you. Let me know if there's any way that I can support you as we go into the new year. And the reason that I bring this up is it really doesn't take you long. I mean, yes, if you have like hundreds of, you know, course students and customers, and you've done like huge collaborations with a lot of people, it could take you a little bit of time, but the reality is this is something you could knock out in probably less than an hour, maybe two or three. And it's just a little extra thought and support that really goes a long way. Um, if you've been around for a while, you've probably heard me say that I think the most powerful question that you can ask in general, but especially in the business world and entrepreneurship is how can I support you? And taking the time out of your busy holiday schedule and this busy season for you to go to a person that has either invested in you, worked with you, or maybe just invested their time in you by collaborating with you um, and saying, how can I support you in this busy season as we go into a new year, a new busy season, that really does go a long way. People recognize that and people appreciate that. And the fact that you took the time to give that extra little bit of thought and support, it's going to be recognized and it's going to stay in their mind well into the future. So even if they just say, Hey, thanks. Or even if they don't really have time to say anything at all, I guarantee you that's something that they're going to feel appreciative of. And it's something that they're going to think about when the dust kind of settles and they're like, you know, that was so nice for them to just reach out to me sort of out of the blue. So it doesn't have to be 
spending a lot of money on fancy gifts. It doesn't have to take up a massive amount of your time and give them a lot of free stuff or, you know, anything like that. It can just be a simple text or DM or email, whatever saying, Hey, just thinking about you. Thanks for working with me this year. How can I support you as we go into the new year? Is there anything that I can help you with? And I think sometimes you'll be amazed how that just puts you top of mind for people when they go into the new year and they need collaborators again, or when a customer, you know, is thinking about whether or not your next program or your next offer is right for them. Like those things are going to put you top of mind. And we always want to be top of mind for our customers and the people that we want to collaborate with. So this is just one more step in helping you get to that place. And just in showing people some love and some appreciation for the fact that they invested in you and your life and your business somehow in whatever way that looked like. So show a little extra love, whatever that looks like for you and your clients. Um, but just take the time to do that. It really won't take you a lot of time at all. Moving right along. I've got two more. Number four is to celebrate your wins because we don't do that enough and to reflect on your pivots, your setbacks, and your challenges from this year. So I think a lot of us, when we sit down and start goal planning, we kind of do this a little bit. We, we reflect back on, okay, what went right? What went wrong? What can I do better next year? What am I not going to try again? Um, but I, I want to take that like a step further, go a little deeper with that. Maybe you celebrated your win when it happened, but let's celebrate it again. Who says you only get to party once, right? Um, life is short. And I think way too often in entrepreneurship, we are so focused on the goal that by the time we get to it, we've already set another goal for it. There's already a new milestone for that goal that we're working towards and that we have to reach. And so we don't leave ourselves a lot of time to actually celebrate the wins and to really, you know, just take the time to be proud of ourselves and, and revel in the accomplishment that we had and that we probably put a lot of work into. So I really think this season and, and closing out the year is the perfect time to just reflect back on all of your wins from this year, the big ones, the small ones, all the ones in between, um, and just really be grateful and, and practice some gratitude for those things and do something to celebrate and pat yourself on the back for a job well done. And then after that, reflect on what are those challenges that you did face and how did you face them? And what are those things that you did had have to overcome? And what did you learn from that? What are you taking with you into the new year from that experience? And just really reflecting on a lot of those things, not just to see, okay, how do I avoid that? Or how do I do better next year? But just to look at the things that you've overcome and what has affected you, what has made you stronger, what broke you to your core this year, like what has made you into the person that you are right now in this moment, going into this new year. Um, 
And this is also a really good time to reflect back on maybe any ideas that you had that you didn't get to, or that kept getting put off, or maybe that you've completely forgotten about. I know I will kind of just randomly get ideas in the middle of the night or the middle of the workday or who knows when. And it's obviously not something I'm going to work on in that moment. And so I'll just kind of jot down a note in my phone. And the more notes I write, the more it gets buried in the notes section of my phone. So maybe you're like that. And you tend to just jot things down in notebooks or on post-it notes or in your phone or wherever. And this is a good time while you're reflecting, while you're celebrating, while you're really looking back at everything to pull those notebooks out, open up those notes on your phone, really look into what are those ideas that I had that, you know, some of them you may think, oh my gosh, why would I ever write that down? And you may just sort of delete that, but some of them might be really good ideas that you want to work into your plans for the new year and that you really want to pursue maybe even at a later date, but just bringing that again, top of mind and, you know, back to the surface so that you can decide if that's a good idea for you, if it's a good idea for your business, how you would want to move forward with it. And when I think that's really important. And this reflection stage is a really good time to do that. So looking back over those ideas that you had and digging into those and reflecting on those, and then maybe working those into your goal planning, if they are things that you're, you want to pursue. Um, but especially during this time, just reflecting on the year as a whole, what it's been like, what it's been like for you, the things you've overcome, the things you now need to celebrate that are wins for you and, and have become strengths for you and, and worked out really well. Um, you just need to take, take some time for those things. I know it's such a busy season and that's so hard to do, but it's so important for us to reflect back on those things and celebrate the good things so that we're not just going into a new year in hustle mode and causing ourselves to burn out really fast and feeling like, We've never actually achieved anything because we've never stopped and taken the time to celebrate the achievement. So that's a big one. And last but not least, and I know this one feels almost silly to say because it's really obvious, um, but it goes right along with celebrating your wins and taking the time to reflect. And that is to rest. Okay. I know it's a busy season. I know the holidays are crazy. I know you've got to go see your great aunt Margaret and have her give you that ugly Christmas sweater that she gives you every year. And I know you've got some family that you're really looking forward to seeing and there's gifts to buy and meals to prep and, you know, all sorts of goodies to put in their stocking. And you've got grandparents that you're looking forward to seeing because, you know, having them in your life is really special because, they've lived a long life and every moment is precious. And maybe you've got some family that you're not looking forward to seeing, right? We all have those people. And so just dealing with the family drama and the holiday rush and all the extra traffic and all the extra people being out and about and wanting to do all the fun holiday things, right? 
and closing out business and goal planning for the new year and all of this stuff, it's exhausting. And I get it. But remembering that this is the perfect season, this is the perfect time for you to take some time for yourself, to go do the fun things just because they're fun, not because you need to check off a holiday checklist, Uh, to take some time for self-care, to really take some time to refresh and replenish yourself and replenish your energy, to just relax and watch a holiday movie or watch a true crime documentary if you'd rather do that. Like whatever it is that's gonna light you up and make you feel happy and feel like rest to you, whatever that looks like. But taking some time, and I don't just mean an hour or two, I mean a couple of days, maybe even a couple of weeks to do that. It's gonna be really, really important for you going into a new year so that you feel refreshed, you feel replenished, your energy is is at an all-time high. You don't feel burnout being right around the corner. You feel like you are ready to take on the world and you're definitely ready to take on your business. So I think that's just really, really important. And part of that, let's face it, is setting your holiday away message on your email, right? So here's your reminder to go do that because half of you will forget. I know I'm in the half that's likely to forget, but don't let people pile up in your email expecting you to be working over the holidays. And then it's, you know, halfway through the holiday season or the day after Christmas or whatever. And you check your email and feel like you have to respond to all this stuff, put up an away message, tell people, Hey, I'm taking these two weeks or three weeks off to rest so that I can be better for you when I come back in the new year. I promise who it's going to be so worth it. And that feeling that you're going to get behind that feeling that everything is going to fall apart. The wheels are going to come off the bus. If you are not responding to those emails and talking to those clients, you know, on Christmas Eve, like it's just a feeling it's not all going to fall apart. Everything that you built is not going to come crumbling down. You're not going to fall behind. It's the perfect season to take some time for you, take some time to rest. And in that, do that reflecting and and celebrating those wins and goal planning for next year. And do that all after you've done the follow-ups and showed some extra love to your customers. And I promise you, you're going to go into the new year feeling so much better about it and feeling like you really closed off this past year the right way and, and closed it off really strong so that you can start the new year strong and really start it off on the right foot and really hit the ground running. And by the end of January, probably have accomplished way more than what you thought you would have, or what you could have, if you have spent the first two weeks goal planning and had worked all through the holidays. And now you're at the end of January and burnouts right around the corner. So those are my five things that I really hope you'll take into consideration and go apply them in a way that works for you 
as we start to get into this holiday season and really close out this year. And I got to tell you, I am looking forward to these last couple of episodes that we have for 2021. Even if you're listening back to them, you know, in January and it's already the new year, I'm just really excited for them. I think they are really going to help you set the new year in motion in the right way. And like I said, just really hit the ground running and they're not just going to be your standard boring. Here's how you do goal planning type of episodes, because I'm so over those. Um, so I hope you enjoy them. I hope you'll stay tuned, find time to, to tune in and listen, even if you're not going to be implementing those things until the new year. Um, or even if you're just listening in the new year, I hope you'll find time to tune back in. I can't wait to get back to consistently being in your ears. Um, that sounded super weird, but you know what I mean? Um, consistently posting these episodes because this is such a passion project for me and I'm so excited to get back to it. We've got lots of new ideas for the podcast coming. And like I said, uh, another summit coming very, very soon. So stay tuned for all the fun announcements, all the new episodes and the announcements for the summit coming up. If you're not already following females on fire over on Instagram, make sure you go do that because that is where we're announcing everything, um, including all the new incredible episodes that are coming out. So without further ado, I hope you'll reflect on these things. Go take some time for yourself go enjoy the holiday season and let's start to wrap this baby up with a big, gorgeous bow, uh, and close out 2021 really, really well, because it's been a hard year, but I think when you reflect back, you'll find that there's probably a lot of parts of it that were a really good year for you. So let's do this together. I'll see you again next week for another episode go out, set the world on fire in the best way possible. Enjoy your weekends and I'll talk to you next week. That's it for this time. Don't forget to head over to the show notes at femalesonfirepodcast.com to grab bonus content from our guests, support the show, or grab your Females on Fire swag. If you loved this episode, give us a quick shout out on Instagram by tagging at females on fire. And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday for a brand new episode to keep you fired up for those big dreams.